Hello guys, welcome to Two Men On. We have the bases loaded today with our friend from the sunny, sunny city of Phoenix, Arizona, Joe Weech. How are you doing, Joe? Gentlemen, it is great to have the Amish on the BDL. I am fabulous. Thank you for asking. Great. Good to have you, man. Uh, of course, uh, Scotty here and of course Johnny um, on the other end of the line. How are you, man? Oh, I'm doing great. It's, it's great to have you with us, Joe. You're a, uh, a fine representative of the North Division. Uh, you're a hero in the eyes of those without cars and lights. Um, many <laughs> I think, people uh, believe this. Yeah. <laughs> and I couldn't agree more. Thank you for having me. We're glad to have you. I'm sorry. Before we get started, I need to uh, send a shout-out to the millions of little Amish warriors out there all over the world rooting for my team. So. Awesome. Take it away, gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> well, Joe, we're, we're, of course, we're, we're glad to have you on uh uh, first time we've had the, the opportunity to have Joe on for, for the show, and it uh, uh, should be a good one. We're going to be delving into the topic of the 2009 season, regular season. Uh, we're going to be going over our previews and picks for each division um, over the next two weeks. Uh, with this particular episode, we're going to concentrate on both the North and South divisions. Um, of course, the South uh, still remaining pretty top-heavy there, and, and uh, the North, yeah, I, I think you, you could see some surprises there. Johnny, what, what do you think? Some surprises? Yeah, you know, there's a, there's a lot of talent in all four teams, um, and I, to me, top to bottom, it's the strongest division in the BDL. Um, I mean, quickly, I'll, I'll give you my rankings for the year, uh, and uh, I'm trying to be as unbiased as possible, but... We are the KCC, and we are very confident this year. I think it took us three years to get the division title, and um, talking to Kristen, uh, I think both of us are going to work our sexy asses off to make sure uh, we never fall out of the top again. Um, we want consecutive division titles. We want uh, uh, records. We want everything. So uh, we're aiming for the, the top spot, and I think um, coming in quite close, I, I have uh, – the Wallabies, Wallabies coming in second. I know uh, the Nats have been tight with us for for quite some time, but um, I think this is Prince here. What do you think? Uh, well, Johnny, I, I actually agree with you. Um, I, I do have that same uh, same ranking there at the top in the North. Uh, killer cars. Matter of fact, I have uh, pretty close to the same record as, as last year. Actually, at uh, at one thirty five, sixty nine and six. My uh, my personal projection for uh, for your squad this year, um, the Wallabies I do have at number two, um, clocking in at around 113, 88, and nine. Um, I, I see a lot of improvement in that Wallabies squad, and and uh, you know we'll we'll talk a little bit more about the playoffs in next week's episode. But um, suffice to say, uh, I, this is not you know this is not the last time that we're going to be talking about the Wallabies, at least as far as I'm concerned. Uh, I think you, you you may see a return for for that squad to uh, to the to the upper echelon of the BDL, Joe. Well, you know, I agree. I, I think uh, I think the cars are the team to beat. I, I don't think they're going to match last year's total. I, I think uh, what's transpired in the last week or so, uh, with all the injuries that he's looking at, uh, they're not season-ending injuries. But you know, you lose Mauer for a little while. Uh, Utley isn't all the way back yet. Uh, Hamels, you know, who knows what's going to happen with Hamels. I think he's got the depth to to handle injuries like this, but he's going to come back to the pack a little bit. 
I think that's going to give Brad some wins. Uh, I think Don will stay right where he's at. Uh, I like the Cards to win the division, not by 17 games, though. Right. And I like me a close fourth. Well, and of course, not, not to slight the, uh, the the New Market Nets and, and Don's squad there at all. Um, you know, it's been a strong squad for uh, really since its in, it, since its inception. Um, but in, in my opinion, I, I see the age of that squad finally starting to catch up with it uh, this year. Uh, I have them at uh, 110, 86, and 14, missing the playoffs um, this year. Uh, what, what, are your, what are your guys' take on that? Well, I mean, his lineup is still very sick. It's, it's up and down. It's the bottom. He can hit still. I, it just It's very obvious that when you look at his his team, he's got very few pitchers. And it's possible he could deal some of that depth um, for some pitching, but, I mean, we've seen it uh, over the, more specifically over the past year that, you know, pitching is so scarce that uh, I don't know that he's going to do that. Um, so that's why I have Bren ahead of him in the rankings. I think they're really close. I think, uh, I, I think Brendan's still one year away. Uh, he's going to be able to bring up some kids pretty soon. That'll make the difference in uh, the few games that he'll be behind Don, I think, this year. But, uh, yeah, you're right. Don's squad is getting up there. But he still has a lot of talent in that lineup, more so he, than uh, Brent. He, he does, for sure. And, and it, you know, make... Make no bones about it. I mean, it's it, you know, Don could very well contend for for the for the division if things you know fall into place. You know, if if several of his uh, veterans have uh, you know uh, rebounds, uh, it, it it's very possible. I, you know, I, I'm certainly not going to go out on that limb and, and say that I think they're going to beat the uh, killer cars. I, I don't believe that's the case. But they they do have the the potential. To, to remain a league powerhouse, I, I just I feel like this they're, they're going to fall short uh, in, in the 09 campaign. Uh, Joe, uh, speaking of your uh, uh, your Amish squad, I actually have you as the most improved team in the BDL this year. Uh, of course, uh, of course. Uh, 88, 116, and six is, is my projection there. Um, done some good things with that team, and uh, though though you uh, are going to be bringing up the seller again um, this year. <laughs> Uh, I believe uh, you know you're, we're seeing some positive things uh, out of that squad. And as you say, your your uh, third year out of your five-year plan is is right on target. Is that correct? That is correct. I've got uh, got the pieces of the minors that are that are going to make the difference. I love my pitching staff. Uh, they're young. They all throw hard. They're going to get good stats for me. Lineup. I have some good pieces, but I have very little room to uh, for error. And if I have any injuries, I'm I'm in some serious trouble. But I'm building up the depth, something I did not have uh, when I took over the team. And, uh, you know, I like it. I like where it's going right now. It's not easy playing in the toughest division. But, uh, you know, I get to feast on the other three weak divisions and, and take my chances with the North teams. So 88, I'd like 88. Yeah, that's a good number. I Well, I mean, while we have you here, I... I've got a few questions for you. I mean, I've got mad respect for the Amish as much as uh, anyone else in our division, um, for sure. Uh, I really like what you do, um, but talking about this five-year plan, it's like um, I, 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 I can't figure out if I think you're underrated or overrated at times because you're kind of a little passive, and 
maybe it's just because I'm so aggressive, maybe I'm addicted, I don't know. But um, I was trying to figure out, you know, I think you got a pretty good squad, and, and explain a little bit maybe how uh, how you've uh, reviewed your squad and, and uh, the patience you've, you've shown, because um, <laughs> I was talking with Mike Polidoro earlier tonight, and I was telling him that uh, for this podcast, you know, you're th three hours behind, and he insists it's more like three years. <laughs> well, I, I know Mike believes his team is his team of the future. And, uh, he's going to keep building that team with new uh, draft picks that he trades his players for every year. And uh, 2025 is a good goal for him. I, mean, I think he'll that. Uh, I'm not on the 15-year plan. I'm on the five-year plan. So, if, you know, for me, I don't like to uh, I don't like to trade when I don't have the depth, and I, I will never trade the best player in a deal if I'm the worst team. In other words, you know, I'm not going to go to the the cars and say I'm going to trade you Tex for your three best minor leaguers because that's going to put me behind. Even if I'm getting better value, I just don't believe in that. Now, if the shoes reversed, I'll trade the best player. I have no problem with that. But <laughs> right now, not going to happen, which would explain, you know, that, that's going to explain to all the people that have been saying to me trades and scratching their heads why I'm not accepting them. So I'm uber patient. So so you yeah. you believe that, that uh, uh, speaking of Teixeira, uh, that uh, he factors into your, your long-term plan there, Joe? Uh, he does until Logan Morrison comes up and uh, provides depth. I think the world of that kid. I think he's uh, he's a masher. I think if he doesn't make it, then uh, Pedro Alvarez will be moved to first base, and and he'll start mashing. But you know, it's a lot easier for me to move guys if I know I've got someone waiting in the wings sure. that can step in right now. And uh, I haven't had that the last two years. But you know, I'm drafting kids that are going to come up sooner rather than later. You know, I, I would have loved to have gone after Michael uh, Enoa. I think I'm pronouncing his name right. Uh, I love that kid, but he's 17. I don't have time to wait that long. So I went after guys that uh, are close, with the exception of Jason Hayward. But, you know, I'll wait for him. It's yeah, that was kind of what we were thinking uh, during that draft draft podcast, wasn't it, Scotty? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly right. I, I just admire your patience because there's certain times where I think I do too much and... Um, all the moves you made, I think, um, I don't want to say all. I, I can't think of all the moves you made, but when I look at moves you make, I'm, I'm very impressed with what you do. I just, uh, I'm, I'm itching for more from you, so uh, I can't wait to see um, what comes. North Division is, is where it's at. Well, you know, I knew when I took over the team that it wasn't going to be a quick fix. So I gave myself five years. I'll be really patient. I'm going to I stick by the draft picks I make. I really like the kids I pick up, so, and and I got lucky in a couple of uh, waiver moves. You know, I, I picked up in Alaska last year and uh, Gavin Floyd, people that, uh, well, they were given up on, and I knew they were talented, they just didn't get a chance or they were injured, so I keep my eyes out for guys like that, make some moves, it's worked out so far. You, you, you've you been a really great addition to, to, to the league, Joe, of course, I, I don't have to um, uh, tell Johnny that, of all people, but... Uh, uh, I, I know this is a bit off topic, but it's you know it, it is a bit challenging. Uh, speaking from the perspective of you know um, the commissioner of the league trying to 
you know, I find people to take over squads when they when they become vacant. And you know, the the squad that you took over um, a couple years ago was, I mean, yeah, I, of course I don't have to tell you it was in it was in it was in dire shape. It was you know it was a it had been left for dead pretty much. And and you know you've uh, you know not only stepped up to the plate there, but um, uh, you you become a, a very integral part of the league in the process. Um, Thank you. Very vocal and and uh, uh, you're you're uh, always in in the mix of or participating with the with the uh, forum banter and, and and that sort of thing and and uh, that's 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 much much appreciated. Well, and you know, I do want to pat myself on my back. I I have incredible musical taste as well and a cold <laughs> poot, so bear with me. Uh, you know, the team I took over had three intriguing pieces that I I, I was interested in. Uh, Brandon Phillips, loved Brandon Phillips when I took over the team. Uh, I didn't know a lot about Dustin Bedroyer. He was a Sun Devil. I don't really follow Sun Devils. Wildcat. And and uh, some kid by the name of Ian Stewart. I've always had uh, mad props for him. And I think the world of him. And I think this is the year he's really going to put it together. He's going to solve a huge hole at third base for me. And uh, I was able to turn around and send Brandon Phillips for Liriano and Tex which uh, I love that deal. Didn't like it at the time because you never know with Liriano's injury, but, I mean, that, that's that's a great move right now for me. So I, I like where it's going. You know, I I had the opportunity to take over Bill's team, I think, before he took it over. But uh, I want, you know, I passed on that successful team. I like challenges. Yeah, I think you've done a great job, Joe. Yeah, the whole thing, I mean, I can't, there's a not a day that goes by I'm on the forum and uh, you throwing something else out there. <laughs> Amazing. I you know, try and keep it lively. If, if the team's not doing well, I'll, I'll make up the slack in other ways. <laughs> <laughs> Good deal. Well, guys, if we can transition um, into our next division, we're going to take a look at um, the ever competitive, at least at the top, South Division. Um, a couple teams there that are always exchanging blows and uh it's 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 the most again at least at the top it's it is the most exciting division in the bdl um i think the last two years running maybe three um well you guys correct me if i'm wrong that division has come down to 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 what within five games less uh i know in 07 if i remember correctly uh the the division was won by a half a game um by the richmond rebels and, it's been uh, close. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's 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 a it's a it's a fun race to watch every year. I, I don't um, honestly, I don't think it's going to be quite as tight this year. But uh, nevertheless, it's 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 always entertaining. Uh, for me, um, I have the, the the rebels repeating in that division. Um, I, 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 they certainly haven't gotten any worse um, than their 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 impressive campaign in squad last year. I have them sitting and. At uh, just over 130 wins, good season, um, 67 losses, and, and around 10 ties. Wow. Yeah. I mean, for me, it was an easy choice for the Rebels as well. I mean, I don't want to take anything away from Earn. He's a two-time champ, but um, I wasn't a big fan of his off-season. I think I've told him that. And uh, I mean, the Rebels stay there from last year. They're they're there. They're there every year, and um, they're, they're the deepest and the most talented in that division. Yeah, I think their pitching uh, is, if not the best, 
right up there in the top two or three. Uh, and that and that carries that team. You know, and they have a good lineup too. I can't see anyone challenging Mark in that division. Yeah. Uh, of course, I, you know, I don't think it's any it's any secret uh, uh, or any stretch of the imagination that that Earn and his his Falcons are are going to be kind of nipping at the heels. Uh, they're in the number two slot. I, I really don't see the the Aggies or the Nuts um, challenging for for one of the top two spots in in, in that division. But um, you know, Earn is always hanging around, and I don't think it's going to be any different this year. Um, again, I don't think it's going to be as close. I have him pegged at uh, at around 111 wins, um, 88 losses, and, and 11 ties. Um, Again, mad respect to, to the Falcons. Uh, you know they're an <laughs> extremely lucrative team in 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 the in, in the uh, history of the league. Um, but I, I think they take a minor step back this year. I really do. Yeah, he, he's going to love that because he's going to prove us wrong again. <laughs> Keep churning those pitchers and uh, showing off his trophies. Yeah. <laughs> did, did you see the picture? Of those trophies, did you see yes. the trophy that had karma on it? Now you you may have missed that one, but I can't think of a team that has more luck than than Earn Squad. I, I look at it every year and think no chance. Yeah. And uh, he, you know, not only does he make the playoffs, makes noise in the playoffs, takes the title home. You know, I think I've picked against him in every uh, playoff scenario in the last two years, and and he just. With the exception of last year, but he pulls it out somehow. I still don't understand how, but uh, he he does. It's just the the the, the personnel he, he chooses. You know those. You know he, he has some clutch players on that team that seem to perform well at at that particular important time of the year. And um, uh, you know it's it's. Uh, I think we 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 picked against him in the last couple of years. Um, uh, on on this show, Johnny, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, uh, he, again, he, he's always right there in the mix anyway. And, and you know, we we can <laughs> we can say all that we want to say about um, how they don't appear to be in route to to another uh, um, playoff berth, but uh, it's it's hard to discount that team. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, I I was praying that I stole the two clutch players he had, the, the Rollins and Abreu. I'm hoping they do something for my team. <laughs> you can't I need some clutch. You can't go against a team who has karma tied up in their basement anyway, so. Yeah. <laughs> in his dungeon, that, his fortress. In that evil room. Yes. Um, the, the the final two teams in the, in the division for this year, uh, I think, are going to be a lot closer than, than the top two, actually. the uh, uh, I, I have the, the Aggies, the New York Aggies, at number three in that division. At uh, 75, 120, and 15, um, you know they're still, still trying to learn. Uh, Jeff, you know the, the the new guy. You know we're we're happy to have him around, but uh, uh, you know still really trying to learn his his trading patterns and and, and what to what to expect from him. Um, has made a, a move or two that I thought was you know a, a good for the team. Has has made a move or two that I, I don't think I would have done, but uh, nevertheless. Um, he, he's trying to make things happen, but uh, uh, I think he barely nips the North Portland Nuts in this division, uh, who I also have at uh, 73, 124, and 13 for the year. Nipping the Nuts, huh? Uh, <laughs> I, I would put him ahead of the Nuts as well, but, um, just because he's got a few key like impact players that may 
during any given week kind of to help him get those extra few wins. So with A-Rod, I mean, Ishiro, um, he's got a couple of extra closers uh, as opposed to the Nuts. And uh, it's just barely, though. You're right. Um, and, I, and I like the Nuts, too. Uh, but they're, they're going to be sitting down there this year. I, I think... Uh I think Ryan's going to surprise some people. I, I, I'm not predicting 100 wins, but I think uh, with Jeff losing A-Rod for a while, uh, that opens the door for Ryan to, to take over third place. It, it's still going to be really close, but uh, I just have a feeling he's going to make some noise. You know, we've, we've kind of had that feeling from Ryan and his squad for um, you know a couple seasons now uh, going into last year. Um, you know, I'm not. I'm not afraid to say on the air. He he was my preseason choice um, to take home uh, Ripken honors um, mm-hmm. in this league. I thought he did a great job retooling that squad over the off season last year, and I expected, um, you know, not really a contention for the division, but but at least a push for a playoff berth last year. And you know, things just kind of fell off. Uh, he he kind of fell off the map there, and unexpectedly almost. And um, you know, he 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 was sitting in the what mid, mid to upper 70s in, in wins last year it, just really not where I expected him to be so I, um, I'm, I'm still kind of waiting to see Ryan catch that catch that fire and, and, and see see what can be done with that squad yeah I mean if I remember correctly from recent talks with him um, I, I don't know if he's in uh, compete mode or rebuild mode uh, The end. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, you know, it, it is it is difficult to discern because, uh, you, you know, the several moves that he made um, last off season. You know, he he landed you know Johan Santana and and Lackey and 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 several others there that you know you could tell he was definitely in that you know let's try to play for for a division mode. Yeah. Um, and then with with dealing most of those exact parts away. Um, in, in recent months, you, you kind of have to take a step back and think, okay, I, he's, you know, uh, changing his game plan. But uh, I really don't know. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't know what to expect from Ryan this year. He's, his, his moves have, have become um, kind of a question mark to me. He's, he's two years away. He, he's, he needs to get, uh, you know, Humber needs to start pitching well. He needs Feliz up there. Uh, you know, when the, when those guys come up to the majors. He's going to have a nice staff going. Derek Holland too. Uh, you know, he's he's close. I think uh, he should have kept Santana, but he got some good pieces in return. So who knows? All right, guys. Well, that wraps up the first two divisions that we're going to take a look at over these next couple weeks uh, in previewing the 2009 BDL regular season. Um, we're going to be back at you with uh, Joe Weech in one more week. Um, the next edition of Two Men On will be airing next Monday, and we will, of course, be looking at both the East and West divisions um, in that show, as well as we'll be looking at our uh, playoff predictions for the 2009 postseason. So uh, thanks, guys, for listening. Joe, we'll see you next week. You've been listening to Two Men On. And we're out.